BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody, comedy, football, talk, quick snaps. Aaron Hodges, Kostaki Economopolis. Welcome into another summertime edition. Summer, How are you, buddy? Summer, summertime, summertime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I like summer. Summer's yeah, good. I like it too. Do you see the the redness on my face? I like summer so much. I got sunburn at the beach yesterday. Well, look at you. Look at me. New Jersey beaches, Tom, Tom's River-ish, right? There you go. I know a little bit. I don't know much. I'm on my Tom's River-ish. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Ron Milford? We got a few people we know coming in. That's nice. Hello. That's always nice. Hello to everybody joining us in the chat. I think we're going to have a lively discussion today. What's up, Papas? Uh, and everybody else checking in. John Riggs. Check in on the uh, the old chat today. We're gonna have a lively discussion. I think we got to speculate a little bit about one legendary figure in the game <laughs> running his mouth a little bit. That's right. I think you know who I'm talking about. Glenn Grizzard. Glenn Grizzard, a legend in his own mind, <laughs> and then a few others. Uh, there's a lot of speculation about what Glenn Grizzard's next move will be. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of conversations. A lot of conversations being right. had. Yep, for sure. Sports talk. Sports talk lighting up over that. Yeah, that, that'll happen. No, we're bearing the lead. Go ahead. You, you want to play the clip? The clip is, if you haven't heard it, it's amazing. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, a lot of headlines. Oh, look at, look at Glenn. You got it, baby. Oh, Glenn's here. Glenn's All right, here. Buddy. Glenn's hanging. What's up, Glenn? It's a good time to do the plug. Glenn, Glenn is a uh, Glenn is doing a three part bonus series for you inside the huddle, folks, about the history of the Atlanta Falcons. It's in we're, we're in progress. We're working on it now. We recorded the first one already, and I was captivated by it. It was very interesting, very well put together. It was great. I, I was really impressed. It was uh, my expectations were high, and they were even exceeded, and it was fun. <laughs> when you set them low. You're in good hands, but uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> most of the headlines, though, this past week uh, are leading up to this this big 
debut of uh, The Shop on HBO Sports. It's uh, LeBron James and a few others, uh, their show, where they're hanging out in the barbershop, just, just, you know, talking shop. Right. And one Tom Brady, who's a little bit more legendary than Glenn Grizzard, <laughs> is capturing a lot of people's imagination with this clip. There was a story in free agency. One of the teams, they were interested, and all of a sudden, they weren't interested at the very end. I was sitting there thinking, you're sticking with that motherfucker? Are you serious? Tom probably had no desire to go to that team, but now it's like, why don't you want me? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. When I look back, I'm like, there's no fucking way I would have went to that team. (laughs) But they said they didn't want me, and I know what that means. I know what that feels like, and I'm going to fuck you up because of that. Who is this guy? <laughs> He's fucked three times in about seven seconds. Yeah. He's letting loose. I've never seen him like that. I've never. And even the, the spirit of kind of trashing another player, even though he's carefully keeps it anonymous, it doesn't seem like him. I don't know. Is he just, is he always been like that? And he's just a little, let his guard down. Has he gotten a little more, Sort of edgy in his old age. What's happening? I think he's in a barbershop setting, and that's where you go to talk shit. And and Draymond Green is one of the biggest shit talkers who you saw in the in one of those clips there. Draymond right. Green is the big shit talker, and uh, I think Tom's just giving the people what they want in that setting. Right. It's, he had some uh, avocado tequila. He's, he's let his hair down. <laughs> But, I mean, the speculation is, okay, which motherfucker was which motherfucking team sticking by? That's the fun part. Now now open the book. What do you think? I mean, the you got to, there's, there's many factors you have to consider here, right? Yeah, there's a lot to try to uh, pull, pull this. There's a lot of threads to pull and try to figure out what's going on in there. If you're Tom Brady, you're not going to Detroit. Right, you're not. Why are you even thinking about it? Why are yeah, you? You're not. You're why not. are you even thinking about it? He's not. No, you're not. I'm just trying to. I'm taking it all in. I don't want to miss. I don't want to make any missteps because this is a fun conversation. You're right. So there's, uh, there's probably 15 teams that are out of the conversation before you even begin. He's not going right? to be going to Cincinnati. Okay, I'm just ruling. Let's rule out teams that are just bad that are not going to be Super Bowl contenders, and then we can get into. Which Super Bowl, which quarterbacks were on the bubble? Well, there's 10 or 15 of those that are just not even going to be in the conversation because they don't have enough of a thing to go to and win right away, which is clearly what he wanted. Right. So any kind of Jaguars, Bengals, Texans, there's there's 15 of those that you just go, no, he's not going there. And then there's places that are, that clearly have an established monster in place. He's not going to Kansas city or Baltimore, you know, or Buffalo, you know, there's some places that are untouchable for the opposite reason, right? The quarterback situation is more or less set. This definitely set, right? You got a franchise guy in place. They're not messing around with that. Even for Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's, I don't know. There's probably 10 realistic possible teams that were in the conversation. 
right? I, yeah, I think so. I mean, okay, let's let's go through a couple. I'll name a couple right. that all I right. that I think it could possibly be, and you could tell me why you agree or disagree. How about that? All right, all right. All all right. right. Let's start with the possibility that it could be the Los Angeles Rams. That was on the short list that I saw. Right. Because it, now we got to go back to a year ish ago, right? This is before the trade. That motherfucker would be Jared Goff. Right. <laughs> right. And the team, it's got a good coach. It's got a, there's got a great defense. It's got a lot of the pieces in place. They've been a contender ish on and off for the last few years. Um, that one seems like a, that one seems totally possible to me. I think you have to put that one in the possible column. That one makes all the sense, actually. And a couple of the other ones that make most of the sense, there's significant strikes against them. Mm-hmm. I put the Rams at near or at the top of my list. Okay. Now, we could stay in the same division and say yes. the San Francisco 49ers are a great possibility, too. That's the one. That's the... That's the one he clearly wanted to go there and they had that conversation and they are clearly a team that was, you know, people keep saying one Garoppolo overthrow from winning the Super Bowl against the chiefs. Anyway, they're a contender. Good. Again, good defense, a lot of pieces in place. Um, And it's his, you know, he grew up a Niners fan and loved Joe Montana. He's a California kid. So it makes all the sense. Right. But then the strike for that one and Garoppolo does fit the you're going to stick with that motherfucker like that makes sense because of the history in New England. Maybe, maybe he's annoyed by him quietly. Maybe he just hasn't proven himself enough for Tom's. So that's the thing. Like, how would he speak so ill of another guy's a starting quarterback in the NFL? It doesn't make sense to me because he has such nice guy persona, at least in public. But then again, when you're Tom Brady, there's only like four guys that you don't look down on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, it, it fits everything except for the part that he, when he said, I would never go to that team. Right. Yeah. The 49ers, he would, he would play for the 49ers. He would clearly go to that team. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a good coach. It's got a good history. It's his team when he was a boy. Yeah. It's his idols team. It's a team that's really good and like one quarterback away. It fits. It checks every box except for the I wouldn't. So you have in order to think that that's the team, you have to buy the buy into he was fudging that second part. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Which maybe that was just him being saucy in the barbershop. I think there's a lot to it. The other, another headline that came out of the, this, uh, the preview of this show, uh, was that he said something to the effect of ninety percent of what I say is bullshit. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So who knows? I know. All it's right. so it, it's so interesting. All right. Let's. So let's, those those are definitely top five. Both of those two. I for think sure. so for sure. Um, I'm gonna throw a wild card in there, man. All right. What if it was the Atlanta Falcons? <laughs> no, that team's not one quarterback away. That team is in the first chapter of this conversation with the 12 teams that don't aren't good enough to add a guy and win right now. Their defense is terrible. 
He wouldn't do that, and he probably doesn't feel that way about Matt Ryan. Okay. But, I, you know, I, we don't know. We don't know. I don't have a strong argument. Um, okay. I just don't think that uh, your team, too. Both are, Neither one of our teams are one quarterback away, which is clearly the situation that he's looking for. Okay. Uh, let's move to the NFC East, where I think this team actually is a possibility. All right. Think back to the quarterback situation going into the year. The Washington football team. Great defense, but nothing really else in place yet, right? But they didn't even know that it was a great defense until the middle of the year, right? But who's the motherfucker? Is, that, is Alex Smith with his gimpy leg? <laughs> Who, who's the motherfucker? <laughs> he wouldn't have put a stank on that, you know, a crippled quarterback who was great before. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, so maybe it could be Philly then. Maybe Carson Wentz is the motherfucker. Philly's not a quarterback away. That team sucks. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Philly's in that 15 teams that just, no, it doesn't make any sense. Wow. I just got a message on Twitter. <laughs> Didn't even consider this. What if it was the Giants he was talking about? Daniel Jones could be that motherfucker. Sure, but you can't just show up when you're one guy and make that team a winner yet. That, that team's not ready for that. But they might be. They got some weapons. They got plenty of weapons around them. That's true. They do have good receivers in Barkley. That's all true. Um, I, I like your tight end, too. I think Engram's underrated. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, I respectfully, I put your team in the same pile okay. with my team and the Bengals. Okay. All right. <laughs> Not, um, you can't walk in and win, which is the goal here. He's got two years, right? You got to walk in and win. Now, these next two choices, I'm going to have you rank them as who's more likely to be the motherfucker. All right. Mitchell Trubisky slash Nick yeah. Foles or yes. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, I haven't considered. That one kind of fits, I guess. That 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 feels like a team that might be a quarterback away. Maybe a I, I don't know. I don't think they're they're the they're in the bubble. They're on the bubble. I'm gonna dismiss them because they're they're not clearly a walk in and win situation. Mm-hmm. But I but I feel like the Bears are, and the the Bears are arguably the perfect team for Brady when he's looking around because they've got a great defense, some good weapons, good situation. They've been to the playoffs like two of the three years, but they have underachieving quarterback situation over and over and over and over again. And it makes sense that he would say that about Trubisky and or Foles. (laughs) Those two doofuses are definitely, they definitely possible (laughs) motherfuckers. Now the strike for that theory is that, Colin Coward is the one who said it was the Bears. That's his theory. He is he's like buddies with Shanahan and says it's not the Niners. And which his is, theory which is a good is reason why Chicago. he would say it's not the Niners. Right. But uh but the strike for that one is that Brady was kind of public about not wanting to play somewhere cold. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. He, did, he didn't want to play outdoors in the cold. And he and he's and this season he's gushed several times about how much he loves the 
Florida weather and he's never going back to cold. So that I don't think the Bears fits in that way. This is like the game Clue. <laughs> this, is, this is pretty fun. I do think that there is one, two. I have a top five. We, we've talked about three, three of them. I think there's three more realistic possibilities uh, that we haven't mentioned yet. I'll just fire, oh yeah, three I'll, more. I got two more. Let's see if they I'll match. Fire them away at you. I think it's possible it could have been the Tennessee Titans, as uh, John Riggs also ponders Tennessee. But he wouldn't be dismissive like that about about the quarterback, right? Why not? Ryan Tannehill, he was in the division. He's seen him play plenty of times. He knows in his mind whether or not this guy is good or bad. <laughs> you telling me he wouldn't want to play with Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown? Yeah, and Julio. Well, now, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll concede that that could be on the it's on the list. Okay, it's a possible... It's a possible. I don't think you'd say that motherfucker about Tannehill. It it it's it's more smells like a Trubisky kind of guy that you go. That's the guy you're gonna stick with. I mean, he might though, because just because of the division rivalry, they played each other quite a bit. Yeah, well, you're right. I mean, and you're right. Like we said at the beginning, when when you're at the top of the heap, everyone is like, well, "Look at that guy." Ugh. You know. I think the other two remaining teams that the motherfucker could have been playing for is the Las Vegas Raiders or the Denver Broncos. Okay. See, I had Raiders and Colts on my list. I like Broncos too, because the Broncos have been this conversation like the whole time. That's where Rivers could go. Uh, Rogers. Uh, so Rogers could go. Deshaun Watson was like, I want to go there. Uh They've been, and they haven't really poo-pooed any of these theories. Like, they're clearly, they opted not to take a quarterback this year, and they could have. Um, I feel like, although that one doesn't, that one doesn't uh, check the box of being warm either. But that is a team that, that like, the experts are like, that is a walk-in-and-win situation. They got great receivers and a great defense. Um. I, I, for for my money, Broncos make sense. I mean, I don't think they're a quarterback away from winning, but I guess other people do. I don't think I don't think Drew Locke is the motherfucker, but I think Derek Carr could be the motherfucker. Drew Locke is the picture of the person in my head <laughs> when when I have when I hear Tom Brady say it with that much sort of stank on it. You're gonna keep that motherfucker. It's that kind of guy, right? Yeah, but I think it would have to be someone that has some kind of history with Tom Brady. He's not going to just call some young kid a motherfucker. We don't know who this guy is. We, You know, I thought he was somebody different until a week ago. I think most likely it's the 49ers or Rams. Those are my top two. I like Rams. When we talked about that, that would make sense to me. I don't think you could walk in and win at the Raiders either, though. When the Rams were in the Super Bowl, they played the Patriots, yeah? Yes. They only scored five. <laughs> right. So Right? No, I, three. Three. Maroon scored five. That was the joke. Hey, I screwed it up doing the joke. I mean, come on. 
That's that's perfect. That's like listen, that's right. we we met that, this doofus in the Super Bowl. He only scored three points. That motherfucker. Right. Yeah, that's right. That I like that. That's your best. That's your best theory. Yeah, the Rams were outscored in that Super Bowl by Sheraton by four at four points or whatever. That was the other joke. Right? <laughs> that's right. I forgot that. It's it's not that it's not ancient history. I'm wearing the shirt from that era. Look at that. I'm a girly man. Ah, look at you. It's a blue. It's a blue and yellow. I'm a girly man shirt. This was only good for like a year and a half. <laughs> but, but I did wear it. I did buy it for the purpose of wearing it to one of the greatest games in NFL history. Rams Chiefs supposed to be in Mexico Monday night. Moved it back. It's the only game in NFL history that both teams scored fifty or more points. It was awesome. Well, it's fun speculating on whatever this this guy, this new guy Brady is talking about. Uh, I guess we're going to have to watch this shop whenever it comes out. Maybe it's revealed who the motherfucker is. That would be great. <laughs> it's not going to be revealed. I, no, it's already been out. I think it's already out. I didn't see it yet. Uh, and McAfee said Colts. Apparently had a guest on, said it was Colts, and he was... He was pissed that the Colts would flirt with Brady and say no. I mean, I guess so. Um, but I guess that depends on the timing, right? Of whether or not Rivers was in place. Yeah, already. Rivers was presumably already in the fold at that point. So Right. So is he gonna call Rivers that motherfucker? Maybe. And if you're kind of in flux, you know, why wouldn't you say yes to Brady and not Rivers? It doesn't really make sense. Um I'm going to go Rams. I think Rams is the best choice. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I like Niners and, and Bears, but I think I think I vote Rams. Yeah, because Goff hasn't done anything to uh, really command the respect of not being called the motherfucker. He did go to a Super Bowl. He, he, he gets trashed so easily, that poor guy. But... So did Trent Dilfer. And then... <laughs> And then he's sacrificed to the lions. Yes, correct. (laughs) Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So I understand you have a quiz for me. Oh, you want to do quiz now? I do. It's a fun rapid fire quiz. We did this once before, but I've updated it. It's uh, it's rapid fire. 14 of these. You, you say one or the other, right? NFL quarterback, because there's a lot of them, you know, right now that are names we don't know, or local news reporter. Oh, okay. You ready? All right. How many are you uh, giving me? Four, 14. Oh, boy. So you just say NFL quarterback, or, you know, quarterback or reporter. Okay. Ready? Yep. Nate Sudfeld. Quarterback. 
Niners fourth string quarterback. Third string Josh Rosen, by the way. Wow. Davis Webb. Quarterback. Bill's quarterback. Kent Shocknecht. Reporter. That's correct. LACBS anchor. Crushing. Mike, you are crushing. Mike White. Oh, come on. That's so generic. Uh, <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> Reporter. Jets quarterback. Ah! Perfect streak You're, broken. Well, it's going to get harder. Hold on. Mark Thompson. That's reporter. NBC in San Francisco. Correct. Yeah. Dave Ward. Quarterback. Eyewitness News in Houston. God damn it. Jalen Morton. Quarterback. Colts quarterback. Woo. Tom Suter. Reporter. Sportscaster in Raleigh. Yeah. Mike Hambrick. Ooh, that's a great name. Hambrick. <laughs> There's some good ones. That's here, not Ralph. a quarterback name, though. That's a reporter. That's TV in D.C. Yeah! You're doing very well. <laughs> Way better than expected. All right, home stretch. Logan Woodside. There's a great name. That is a quarterback name, but I feel like it's a trap. <laughs> that's a reporter. Titans quarterback. God damn it. <laughs> Easton Stick. Oh, God, that's a reporter. Chargers quarterback. Ah! Kurt, Ben Kurt. Reporter. Packers fourth string quarterback. I give up. I was on such a roll. You were starting so strong. Two more. Jacob Dolagala. That's a reporter. Packers fifth string quarterback. Oh my goodness. I'm doing what I do like when I'm playing roulette and stop and like I just like red keeps on losing. So I just keep going with red because it's gotta be red eventually. <laughs> you opened with like five out of six and haven't gotten one since. I'm the John Starks of trivia. All right. Nancy Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a quarterback. Dolphins quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's fun. We could do this kind of game every time. Yeah, this is great. Is that it? <laughs> that's it. Oh, man. So I think I got like, what, six right? You're like the Pittsburgh Steelers of this quiz. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you were unstoppable until you fell off a cliff. Yep, yep. I had a uh, big band throw the ball too much. <laughs> is there any I chance he that. could be the motherfucker? No. Who? Ben Roethlisberger. No. No, right? Well. No. I mean, he could be. Uh, it could be because he kind of fell off. Yeah. And that team does seem like you could walk in and win. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna, I, no one's mentioned that team, but I think that's a good one. It has to be a possibility. And that's one that would be handled with some sensitivity because we don't want Big Ben to fly off the handle here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that would be tricky for the team to pull off, and so they might have decided to stick with him, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. That 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 fits all the that's some breadcrumbs to that. All right. Yeah, why not? So there's some big news in the NFL with Carl Nassib coming out being the first active huh. open league gay player. I love it. That's such a cool story. Uh first openly gay player 
We've come a long way since the 80s when high school football players would just announce that I'm gay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know if it's still true today, but the first few days after the announcement, he had the number one selling jersey in the NFL, which I think is awesome. That's a totally new way of announcing that you're gay. (laughs) (laughs) Do they even allow black shirts at gay pride parades? Can you even wear black shirts? Because he's the a dolphins co- The Dolphins colors seem way more appropriate for that sort of, you know. Yeah, for real. He's He was fun or, in uh, when they, he was on Hard Knocks. He was fun. I agree. He was such a character. He didn't read as gay to me, but he did read as no. a character. Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, not everybody loves this massive news. The Tebow jerseys are kneeling in prayer. You know, <laughs> The jerseys have knees? <laughs> <laughs> what on over there? Yeah. Uh, one of the all pro lines guys uh, wrote this line, which made me laugh. Uh, the Nassib jerseys are flying off the shelf and the Jeff Garcia jerseys are still in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> tat, tat tip to Marcus Gresham for that one. Oh man. That is funny. And you guys know I'm a huge Jeff Garcia fan. I think he's, he's the, I said this to him when I met him at a Super Bowl. you're the most underrated NFL quarterback of all time. I think he was great. Yes, queen. Yeah. By the way, the buzz was that Jeff Garcia was open about being gay in Canada, but not in America. That makes sense. That's true. But I don't know. Who knows? Uh, It's Pride Month. A group of lions is a pride, but Pride Month is not about the Detroit Lions. The the lions haven't had a parade uh, since 1957. Yeah, here we go. Let's do a few of those. This is such a fun stat. The Lions had more playoff wins in 1957 than since 1957. Yoko Ono has a better record. Vanna White born in 1957. She reveals more W's in a half hour than the Lions have in a decade. (laughs) Here's a line from, uh, from our boy, Eddie Barry Weekman. The Lions, everything is falling into place for their 65-year rebuilding plan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What else we got? Antonio Brown's probation ended a year early. His lawyer said, quote, nothing but blue sky ahead for for their client. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. How do you even say that about this guy? Antonio Brown would inappropriately touch a rainbow if he could. But blue sky, get out of here with that. Throwback helmets are coming back in 2022. Everybody loves the throwbacks. I'm guessing the Washington team is going to pass on this one. Uh, the Browns probably have the same helmet budget either way. <laughs> Here's this one's from all pro lines got too. Jeff Manier said, throwback, throwback Bengal helmets from an era when way to go, boomer, wasn't an insult. They want to do helmets from Tom Brady's first year, but those are leather. <laughs> Throwbacks. Brett Favre celebrated by texting a picture of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You remember those jokes. Those were fun jokes, right? He's the only quarterback in NFL history to ever deliver his own sack. All right. <laughs> Um, all right, let's do one more chunk of jokes. Um, 
Royal Caribbean is hosting a Philadelphia Eagle fan cruise, March of 2022. Oh, boy. It was scheduled for March of 2020, but they had to postpone it. So this will be the inaugural Eagle fan cruise. Brian Dawkins, Vincent Papali will be there. Ooh. 20 other Eagles, famous Eagles. It's all fun and games, so they run out of cheesesteaks on day two. <laughs> The good news is there are now enough Rocky movies to have one every night of the cruise. <laughs> Formal night is, of course, where you wear the home jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they have a little courtroom in jail, like at Veterans Stadium. It would be Eagles fans that have collared jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> nice blue collar. Uh, kudos to the fan who has the cojones to dress up like Santa Claus and wander around the ship. A lot of kudos. <laughs> nice. Well, look at you. Oh, you're getting into uh, you're getting into your old old school producer form. I'm trying. I'm getting a little quicker with the trigger finger. I like it. Uh, Eagles cruise BYO batteries. <laughs> Instead of a suggestion box, fans are just instructed to yell shit at the captain's bridge. <laughs> Would anybody really be mad if these guys got stuck on Gilligan's Island? <laughs> March. Usually that sinking feeling for Eagles fans kicks in around October. This gives a whole new meaning to the phrase booze cruise. B-O-O-S. And finally, you can chime in on their offensive game plan on the poop deck. Ah! <laughs> I like to think that they don't have a buffet. They just have like eight storefronts of Wawa's. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very specific reference. Talk about hoagies. Yep. And water right. ice. <laughs> Those motherfuckers got a championship. They sure did. They sure did. That's actually sounds like, you know, that's a like a, it's, it's an interesting ploy to get fans excited about the upcoming season, like to plan a championship cruise for the previous, for the, for the year. After. Oh yeah. Well, you it's just a I mean? fan cruise, like, like they'll do with bands or whatever, you know? Yeah. But the timing a, is funny. It's an interesting idea. I, you know, I, it would be fun if I if you had to. It would be fun to do a cruise that's all people that are doing the thing that you love. Uh-huh. You know, I keep, occasionally see these themes. I went on one years ago that was uh, the Rosie Cruise. My girlfriend at the time was doing comedy on it, and it's it's basically gay families, whatever the proper lingo for that is. <laughs> it was great. They had a bunch of great gay comics on the cruise, and. It was, you know, a lot of same-sex couples with kids, and it was it was super cool. They have poker cruises. They have cruises with bands. There was a big comedy one uh, years ago that had Louis Black and Kathleen Madigan, a bunch oh, of good yeah. comics on it. Yeah, yeah. They used to do broadcasts from there at the, with SiriusXM. Louis and uh, Kathleen were big on the uh, Blue Collar Station back in the day. Right, right. Yeah. So I like the I like the idea of a cruise that's, you know, a themed cruise. Seems like a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Love it. Do, do you see Glenn? Does he know? Glenn, do you know that you're early? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Glenn. Welcome to the show. 
Are you ready good. for the uh, Atlanta Falcons history? Um, I'm ready, man. It's going to be good. Everybody needs you to did. get on that Patreon and get in that. That's a good idea. You know, you, since we got you, do the do a teaser. Do the do the story about the guy with the from last time the from the first from the first Glenn episode where the guy got uh, the uh, award for the thousand yards. I know what you're talking about. All right, this this will work. <laughs> Let's see what happened. We should have run this in rehearsal. We just lost them. <laughs> Typical Glenn. <laughs> Typical Glenn. Anyway, this was a fun show, man. You're going to stick with that motherfucker? You're going to stick with that motherfucker? <laughs> That's what I often say to you when you're like, we got to get Glenn more involved. <laughs> like, you want to stick with that motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Gracious. How did you get here? What's happening? What in the world? My head. Why are you in my house? Why are you? My head's about to explode. (laughs) The listener has no idea what's happening. These sneaky bastards. Glenn just walked into the room here with Aaron Hodges. Now I'm looking. I'm, I'm. Oh, purple haze. Oh, this is. Oh, you guys are hurting my feelings. Salute. This is. This is awesome. Now I'm trying to put the pieces together. This is clearly your purple and purple and black square background. You're clearly at Aaron's house. So, Glenn, did you? What's happening? You, you're up visiting family that way, and you stopped in to see Aaron Hodges for a few I, days I came and go up to the to beach. See Aaron Hodges. I'm going to go see Bruce Springsteen stuff tomorrow. I love this. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm going to go see some Bruce Springsteen stuff, then come back and party with Aaron a little more. That's great. What do you mean some Bruce Springsteen stuff? He he texted me earlier and he's like, are there any Bruce-related things I can go see? There's a museum in his hometown. There's Asbury Park, Stone Pony, the Shore and stuff. It's his Jersey tour. It's the Grizzard Jersey tour. Plastico, Speaking of baby. Jersey, that's my Jersey. <laughs> no, you're Jacobs, man. <laughs> you're Jacobs. It's a little bit bigger for you. All right. All right. But yeah, I that's got this cool. lunatic this out my cool. house. He's like, uh, I'm going to come up and uh, and see you for quick snaps. What do you think? I'm like, uh, where are you coming from? He said, Virginia. He said, Virginia. And I was like, buddy, that's like a five, six hour drive. Especially the day after you drove to Virginia from Nashville. <laughs> after you drank for four days with these people, you know, that, that I apologize for the voice. I, I'm, I, there was some hollering that had to be done. <laughs> yeah. You've been driving a lot. Anytime your drive starts in Key West, it's far. It doesn't matter where you're going. I'm almost to 2000 miles since this trip started already. When I used to play Risk, you never want to start your armies in Key West. It's too far. To... <laughs> They're not very good fighters anyway. Come on, man. Just take it. Just take They're all it. drunk and flip-flops. They're terrible at fighting. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hilarious surprise. Well played, boys. Thank you, sir. 
<laughs> all, all credit to Glenn Grizzard over here. He came up with it. He said, I said, buddy, it's a five, six hour drive. Oh, well, I'm not going to come up just to see you and Kostaki. <laughs> I'm going to New York as well. We'll see what happens. So it's all, this is old school summer Glenn. This uh-huh. is nice. I know. And he was saying, uh, this is like the, the rooftop hang that we have. We're only missing Kurt, who grew up 10 minutes from where I live now. Yep. That's right. right. Yeah. You should be able to get Kurt there. That's hilarious. Well, go ahead and do what we uh, w- right. do the teaser, Glenn. Sure. You got you got some of those facts in your brain. So who you're talking about is Cannonball Hampton. All right. He was, That's a great name. And so his real name's Dan Hampton. They called him Cannonball Hampton. Comes to Atlanta <laughs> and becomes the very first thousand yard rusher for the Atlanta Falcons in the 70s, like 71, 72. I don't remember exactly, but um, <laughs> he goes over a thousand yards in the last game of the season. Fourth quarter, the last game of the season. He goes a thousand and two yards. They stop the game. They bring out the trophy. They give the ga- They take the ball away. They keep it for the game ball for him. And the next <laughs> play, he gets tackled for a six yard loss. They lose the ball. He finishes the season with 996. That is your Atlanta Falcons first thousand yard rusher. That is the most Falcon story. Oh, that story's great. How come we never heard that? Did you know that before you started looking at this stuff? I had heard about it years and years ago, but I mean, it was before I was paying attention. I mean, I was two years old at the time. That's so great. Stand back and Bubba Bean in the backfield. Bubba Bean, Bubba Bean. Bean. You got to get Bubba Bean involved. Oh, you're tricking purple. Hey, you guys are making me jealous, man. That's the point. (laughs) Well done. Well done. All right. We got to come out here. We got a surprise, Aaron. What are you doing this summer, Glenn? (laughs) You're just driving around. He's just driving around, man. He's got all kinds of itineraries going to New Orleans from here. And uh, I got got Grand Canyon to do if you want to come meet us. Me and Savannah will be out there. Oh, shit. We'll get a talk when the thing's over. We'll talk. We'll do that. All right. But yeah, Oop. hang on and come back and see us for the Falcons history later. Okay, yep. that's good. Are we done here otherwise, Aaron? What are we doing? We're done here. We're going to take it offline, and then we're going to post this the, the bonus content, the history of the Falcons, up to the patreon.com slash quick snaps. Uh, but we're, we're, we're done here on the podcast for now. <laughs> Sorry, Glenn, the, the draw is starting to kick quit. in. No, the no, draw is starting to kick in. It's contagious. I start saying things like "suey." <laughs> this is what. <laughs> it's like when you work with Dave Attell for a week, you can't stop talking yeah. like him. Well, yeah, I'll it's be the same thing. Yep. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for watching. Uh, come join us at All Pro Lines and follow us on uh, Twitter at Funny Kostaki, at Aaron Hodges, and at. Grizz Dog, where are you at, Glenn? Where are you at, dog? What, what's, what's your Twitter? Oh, my, um, the Grizz Dog. Grizz Dog. Yeah, I was right. Nailed With it. W. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you know who the motherfucker is, let us know. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>